This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Indoors or out, fall, winter, spring, and summer, whenever you garden, wherever you garden, this is the show that covers it all. The AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. And yours truly, Franklin Proctor. Good morning, or a little Frank. Frankie Proctor. Good morning, Good morning, Charlie. How are you doing? <laughs> Very well. Good morning, Grace. Grace, in the next room there, our uh, producer. Yes. That'll be the first voice you actually hear when you yes. call in. And speaking of calls, our little mantra. Yep. Call early, call often, one question per caller. Right. And the uh, numbers to call mm-hmm. in Toronto, 416-360-0740. Anywhere else in the province, it's toll-free, 740 Four seven forty. The Charlie Dobbin Garden Show is off and running. Thank you, Frank. And of course, the reason the mantra is "call early, call often" is because here's a good example. I'm going to read you an email yep. I got this week. Uh, good morning, Charlie and Frank. And this is um, I was going to say it's from Charlie, but no, I don't even know who this is from. <laughs> but it starts with "Good morning." Oh, it is from somebody named Charlie. Charlie Kimba. So, good morning, Charlie and Frank. I've tried phoning but couldn't get through. So if call early, you're more likely to get through. Wanted to tell you how my patio strawberry plants survived last winter. I called you about this in the fall of 08 and was advised to place them in the breezeway and wrap with blankets and old quilts. I did so, brought them out in March and had strawberries over the summer and fall and giving them the same treatment this year and hope to feast again in the early summer. Thank you. And like I said, it's from somebody named Charlie. That was confusing. So it's great. So the strawberries did well. And so thank you for the update. I love updates. And uh, and the the call early is just for that reason. If if you wait till the last minute, you will end up on a hold and then the show is over and you don't get through and it's all so frustrating. (laughs) Exactly. And And we don't need anything more to frustrated. No. no. But here is the email address. If for whatever reason you you know don't want to sit on hold or don't have time, whatever, C. Dobbin, my first initial C, last name Dobbin, D-O-B-B-I-N, at am740.ca. Very nicely done. Thank hmm. you very much. Now, a couple of very cool things. Okay. Number one, did you know that this radio show that we're doing right yes. now and for the last few weeks is on iTunes? Somebody mentioned that to me. We are yeah. so cool. What? My kids are even like out there, you know, talking to their friends. Hey, my mom's on iTunes. <laughs> what? Your mom's yeah. on she, iTunes. What is she singing? Oh, Lord. <laughs> exactly. I don't think I've ever heard of your mom's. Oh, her radio show. Really? It's very cool. I'm telling you, my kids are like walking taller. So uh, so if you miss the show uh, or, you know, you're on holidays, you don't take a computer with you on holidays, you can't, you know, listen to yeah. You want to go back and listen to an archived show. Very easy to do. Go to iTunes.com. Right. Okay. So simple. Simple website. I'm writing this down because I'm a Luddite, yeah. Well, that's fine. And I had personally don't own a, an iPod, so mm. I've never been an iTunes person. 
The main thing is, is you do need to bring the software, the iTunes mm-hmm. software, onto your computer in order to use the site. Everything is free. The software, the iTunes software is free, so just download, done, takes a couple seconds. Yeah. And, of course, our show is free as well. There are things you can buy on the iTunes site, like music, yeah. but our show is completely free, so it's all, all out there, all free, very easy to do. So go to iTunes, download the software, and then under search, just search AM740, and our show comes up. We have a lovely logo, and... Uh, you know, click on that and well, pick a show. Isn't that terrific? The Happy Troika on the air, on iPod. On, on iTunes. 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 See, I, I should have, yeah, I should write have that written. Yes, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's good. Lordy. No, but I, it's, very, it's pretty cool. You know, I, I, the level of coolness, it's pretty high. Um, one more quick thing is, um, you know, here I am joking and making fun of you about being a Luddite, but you are actually a published author. Y- uh, yes, I am. That's and, pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you, this past Wednesday was such a great time mm. here at the station. I had uh, grades one and two from Miss Ireland's class and grades two and three from Miss Dwyer's class. That's from oh, St. Paul Catholic Church. A gaggle of School. Yep. Catholic school. And they were in the studio, and we, the guys from MZTV shot the whole thing. <laughs> and I'm going to be airing the audio portion, of course, uh, today, just after the 12 noon news and all sound effects worked in there and i Music. do all the character voices and the kids you can that, hear them and sniffling in the background oh, yeah. and laughing and giggling and all about the day the welland canal monster met santa very exciting very mm. good oh i gotta <laughs> listen for that thank you frank and uh all right i guess we're probably gonna have to take a quick little break here and we'll come right back and talk to some of our callers exactly and i believe it's uh, robert and kitchener we'll be back to speak to him momentarily Transplanting good ideas from one gardener to another. This is the AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. And once again, Frank Proctor, the sous chef of the garden here with uh, Charlie. And we're going to our first caller, Charlie, Robert in Kitchener. Hi, good morning. Hi, Robert. Good morning. Good morning, Charlie. What's going on at your place? Well, poinsettias. <laughs> it's that time, isn't it? <laughs> it's that time. Charlie, yeah. we just got a nice, uh, from our neighbor's, a poinsettia tree. Mm. Yeah. Not Pretty proper care for that. Well, similar to any poinsettia. Actually, Frank's got a look on his face. Tell us, tell us what, what color is it? It's a red. Red. It's red. And how tall is it? Well, three, four feet. Four feet. Wow. So what a poinsettia tree, of course, is, it's just an older poinsettia than the little bushy ones that we typically get. It's been grown and trained with a single stem and then all the bushiness is up on top so that it stands, makes lo- it's lovely to put into a grouping with other plants and, you know, lovely height in the, in, the gar- in the garden, the living room, the garden in the living room. Uh, but all poinsettias room temperature avoid any cold drafts. You don't want any windows open near that poinsettia or you don't want hot drafts either like near a fireplace or near a television. Just, you know, room temperature but no drafts. Uh, bright, doesn't have to be direct sunlight, but a bright spot is important and water when the soil starts to feel a bit dry. You don't want soggy soil, so you don't want it sitting in water, but you do want to keep it on the moist side in the sense that you never want to let it really dry down the way you would let your Christmas cactuses really dry down. Keep the the poinsettia fairly moist. Hey, Robert. Robert's yeah. wife is yeah. in the background uh, I was going to say, you know, we've got a producer here, and obviously you at home have a producer. <laughs> that, that's your wife <laughs> giving you the proper answers there. Excuse me, do you want a doctor? Here she is. Okay. <laughs> Charlie and Frank, I just wanted to know, how can I keep my plant over the year in order to preserve it and show it up pretty again for next year? 
Well, keep in mind that what, when we have a poinsettia, the colored leaf, what we think of as flowers, are actually leaves. The flowers are those little tiny round yellow balls in the center uh, between the colored leaves. So over the next few weeks, those little round yellow balls are going to open up and turn into sort of fuzzy looking little balls. And then they're going to drop off. In the next six to eight weeks, the colored leaves will probably even drop off and it'll be a green plant. Just keep it in that same spot we talked about, bright, doesn't have to be direct sunlight, but bright spot, you know, my, you know, room temperatures, keep it there, keep it watering it right through to the spring, summer. Once we're frost-free, I would put it outside. The poinsettias are great out in a shady spot in your garden, and then if you want to get it to color up again for next year, you'll bring it in and we'll start a, a dark light treatment, pitch black and brightness, 12-hour intervals for six weeks. Okay. And you can get it to color up all those leaves to turn red again for next Christmas. But to keep it alive as a houseplant is not tough. Just just do what you're going to do for the next you know few weeks. Keep doing that through the f- through the rest of the spring and summer. Okay. Now, when I put it outside, do I plant it in the ground or can I leave it in its pot? Leave it in its on the deck. Leave it in its pot. You can put it in the ground in its pot or leave it on the deck. But you may need a bigger pot because outside, of course, plants are going to dry out much more quickly. Okay. So you may want to pot it up to a bigger size at that point. Okay. Okay. Great. Good luck with that, Thanks. but not not hard, and okay. sounds lovely. Okay. I just wasn't sure. I knew it had to go into a dormant season, but I wasn't sure when. Okay. That, yeah, it'll slow down once it starts dropping its flowers because it's right in its peak right now. Okay. Thank Good you stuff. for the Thank call. Thank you. Thank you so much, and have a very merry Christmas. And you we too. Love your show. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Okay, Robert's wife there. Uh, just kind of picking up the pieces, as That's it were. That's right. Mm-hmm. She knew what she wanted to know. <laughs> exactly. Nancy in Newmarket, good morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you today? Wonderful. And you? Well, I have osteoarthritis. So oh, dear. That was the reason for my call. I didn't expect to get on the mm-hmm. air about your wonderful product, but I need a little more information. Mm-hmm. And that's the product that I'm currently endorsing on in through commercials. Right. Uh-huh. It's called Sierra Sill. Uh, I phoned the number, and it is in an American number, and I just wondered where you might purchase it up here. So the, num- the number that I, I've been using on the radio is one eight seven seven, and then it's a joint. Joint 14, joint and that 14. is in the U.S. Well, well, That's weird because the head office is in Vancouver. Because but, the lady I talked to was mm-hmm. rather, you know, like I said, I was from Newmarket, Ontario, mm-hmm. and uh, she basically... <laughs> I was a little confused on that one. Oh. Well, isn't this a happy moment, though, yes. because... it is. Your timing is perfect, because in the next 10 minutes, I'm going to have the president of Sierra Sill on the, the show. Wonderful. Uh, so we're calling him, or he's calling us. We're going to have a little interview. So your question is a good one, and I will ask him what happened there. Because, you know, I just... It, the, the head office is in Vancouver. They, they have we, had calls. They have definitely had calls. People have gotten through. They're very um, much into customer service. Your question of where could you get the product well two ways one is through the web you can order and i don't uh, i don't have a computer no problem and uh, you're in new market there are um there's a store called ambrosia oh yes i know it well they sell it ambrosia's on doncaster doncaster and young mm-hmm. uh health food store yes so ambrosia sells sierra sill the big carrot sells it on that's right on uh, the danforth here 
further downtown. And then Goodness Me, which is also um, a health food store, I believe, in Hamilton, sells this same product. So, yeah, that's where you can pick it up. And so you don't even need to worry about that 877. But I'll ask, I'll ask Michael. Well, now, maybe I misunderstood, but um, I, I got the impression that, that it was a U.S. call. No. But it, as you say, yeah. it, it's supposed to be Vancouver, it is and that's Vancouver. quite possible that it is. The, pro- the actual product is minerals from the Sierra Mountains in the United States. So yeah, it, we did talk about that, right. the, the girl and I. Okay. All right. Well, any, anything else you want me to ask Michael once I get him on? Uh, no, him that, on that's great. I just, um, um, I just felt I was impressed. Oh, and I thought if your husband was using it, then yep. maybe I should give it a try too. If you've got stiff joints, it's certainly worth trying because uh, it, for most people, it's effective. That's been that's what they know. Not everybody. There's the odd person where it just doesn't make a difference, but that's part of the guarantee. If you haven't, don't feel a difference within 14 days. Money back. Alrighty. All right. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you ever so much. Thanks, I love Nancy. your show. Even Thank though you. I'm not a gardener, I still enjoy listening to all the comments. <laughs> great, okay. Nancy. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's uh, what makes the show yeah, fun. That folks, uh, I, I think uh, it's kind of like um, me sitting in a restaurant eavesdropping on a conversation <laughs> in the next booth, yeah, you know, right. picking up all sorts of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. let's do those phone numbers one more okay. time. Our mantra, of course, once again, or the mantra, should I say, mm-hmm. it is call early, call often, one question per call, and the phone number in Toronto, 416-360-0740. Anywhere else in the province, toll free, my friends, one 866 740 Four seven forty. Back in just a moment after these words to talk to Charlie Dubbin. Bet you don't have this written in your vacation planner. Get Prime Link Travel Medical Insurance. It's affordable coverage, no matter where you end up. Call one eight six six three eight zero eight two eight three. Prime Link Travel Medical Insurance. For those unexpected trips, they are uh... shopping at the mall, visiting the in-laws, taking the kids skiing, the office holiday party, and finally back home. This holiday season, stretch your gas tank as far as it can go in a brand new fuel-efficient Chevrolet Equinox Cobalt or Aveo. And now get up to $9,000 in cash credits, plus a $1,000 holiday cash bonus on our entire lineup of fuel-efficient vehicles. It's Chevrolet's new toy, new joy event. Some restrictions apply. OAC, see OntarioChevroletDealers.com or newspaper for details. Investment advisor. Hello. Financial advisor. Hello. Who's better has more to do with your particular situation. That's assuming... You knew there was a difference. (laughs) Yeah. On the next Right on the Money with Wayne Baxter, the difference between investment advisor and financial advisor. Choosing one can be very helpful, but choosing incorrectly can be financially devastating. Now hiring the right advisor for the job when Right on the Money goes to air this Sunday morning at 8 on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. Through rainy days and long droughts, infestations and early frost, she's the one constant in your garden. You're listening to the AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. And a good morning to Bob in Mississauga. Hi, Bob. Uh, I have a question. Maybe other people have the same thing. With this warm spell we had in October November, Mm -hmm. I guess they're perennials. They come up every year. Yes. Yep. They all bloomed again. (laughs) What what was blooming? Anything in particular? Oh, I don't know. They they were yellow with blackheads. Oh yeah, black well, black eyed Susans. Yeah, they come all over the place, and uh, even or, the roses were coming back again, right. buddy. Absolutely, 
nothing unusual about that. Mild weather from a plant's perspective, why not keep growing? You know? Okay, so they, they will come back next year, then, will they? Oh, of course. Best oh, thing is, the best thing is that we had the snow. The snow, well, the cold, of course, shuts everything right down from a plant's perspective. But the snow helps insulate with those very cold winds we had yesterday, particularly. Could be very damaging to plants that have been actively growing a mere week or two ago. Well, it, two weeks ago, I, I took the uh, soil from, I have a small garden, 8 by 10 or something. Mm-hmm. I took the soil from that. I compost, and every mm-hmm. year I take the soil that's left over in the fall mm-hmm. and put it on the rose bushes. So I'd, I'd gotten that down before it got cold, so that was good. Good. But they were still full uh, uh, leaves coming out. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, there was new growth coming on, and I think we even said that here. I mean, my, I had pansies. I had, mm-hmm. I had some, um, they're called peach bellflowers, campanula. They started blooming. So, yeah, there was things happening with all the sun and the mild temperatures. Yep, yep. I know nothing was frozen. Back because every every uh, spring I uh, cut them back like mm-hmm. six inches above or wherever it was. Yep, cut them right down. If they're t- if they're um, gra- um, what I'm saying, budded or grafted, uh, tender roses, cut them right down, almost to ground level. We call that you know cutting them down to the ankles. So I cut them at an angle. S- yep, because the, perfect. They say to cut it with the sprout going out. The bud facing out. That's right. But unfortunately, I have one that started to grow up. The, the root. I don't know where it went from, but it was an offshoot. Mm-hmm. Hit the wall. And it's going up the wall now, and I can't get it out unless I dig it, and I don't want to hurt the rose. <laughs> so I it's, just leave it, and I keep cutting the shoots so they grow out against the uh, pathway. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you've, if you've got walls and pathways and narrow beds, you've got to shape the rose to fit into the space. That's, I agree. That, you're very welcome. So, But don't worry. Don't worry about the, the mild temperatures. It's all good. <laughs> the, the plants will be back better than ever next, next okay. spring. Okay. Thanks so much for your call. Thank you very much, uh, Bob in Mississauga. Hey, there's Marguerite in Toronto. Hello, Marguerite. Hi. It's, um, it's a pleasure to talk to both of you. Thank you. Thank and you. I've uh, been given a lovely orchid, mm-hmm. and I just wondered how often I should water it, and I'm afraid I'm watering it too much because one of the leaves at the bottom... It's going all soft and mushy. Mm-hmm. That's usually a good indication. Uh, sounds like you're watering too much. Right. It's a bit hard to tell. But, I mean, can you stick your finger in, move the bark? Is there bark on the surface of the orchid, or is it all roots? Um, or? I see the bark just a little bit uh-huh. at the top. Okay, because if you can stick your finger in there and feel the moisture level, right. you do want to let the orchids get fairly dry, not bone dry, but fairly dry between watering. Um, the The trick I use with something like orchids is the weight of the plant. So right. when it feels quite heavy, you know there, it's got a lot of moisture in it. Then oh. test it a few days later and pick up the plant, see how, how right. it feels in terms of weight. So let it get to the point where you can tell it's lightening up. And then, you know, it, again, you don't want to let it go bone dry. Right. But uh, mist it often. Keep the humidity high around the plant. But do, do not leave it, let it be soggy. No, I have it like it's facing the sun. It's mm-hmm. not right close to the window, but it does get some bright sunlight. Yeah, Jen, typically that's a good thing for most orchids. They like a bright spot. Oh, okay, right. Okay. And, um, and when I have watered it, I often check the dish it's sitting in, and if there was excess water, I emptied that out. Definitely. Very good idea. Okay. You don't want, most of our houseplants do not want to sit in water. No, so right. you're absolutely right. Once you water thoroughly, the water goes through the, the drainage holes of the pot into the saucer below. Give it five minutes, give it 10 minutes, then dump that water out of the saucer. 
Okay. okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And I love listening to your show, and I just love uh, Radio Station 740. Oh, bless your thank heart. Thank you. Okay. Golly, that's good. That $10 I sent her, it paid off. I was yes. going to say, it's like we've got all these people oh. queued up to say yeah, the right yeah. thing today. Well, bless your heart. Yes. No, we, we appreciate that very much, yes, honestly. Um, hey, we have a special guest uh, on the line. I do we believe. do, we do. Mm-hmm. We do have Michael Bentley yes. on the line. And the following segment is sponsored by today's featured guest on the AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Boy, that was right on the mark. Wasn't Good it? for you, Grace. Got that little disclaimer <laughs> in there and everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, we've clearly, some of our listeners have heard me promoting a, a, new, a brand new gardening tool that doesn't have a handle. And uh, so it's called Sierra Sill. And we currently have Michael Bentley call, on the line. It's right uh Online from Vancouver, actually. Are you there, Michael? Yes, I am, and it's a pleasure to be with you. Oh, my pleasure to have you. It's hey, good morning, Michael. And nice to nice to Frank. talk to you. Oh, good morning, Frank. <laughs> you guys haven't met? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Well, we have now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Michael, were you listening by any chance, or did you catch the caller at about quarter after nine who called? I, I did. Was that amazing or what? That is terrific. Now, she said something about the phone number being a mirror. Uh, do you know what she was well, talking about? Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, it, is, uh, it is. We're a Canadian company. Yes. We're, we're based in Vancouver, and you're quite right that our, our mineral deposit is in the U.S., uh, but we live in Canada, and uh, we chose to incorporate in Canada. Right. And so um, it's a great news story because we just got our U.S. patent, actually, as a nutritional supplement for osteoarthritis. Oh, wonderful. But if someone calls that number that you mentioned, the 877-JOINT-14, mm-hmm. they'll actually reach us here in Vancouver. That's what I thought. Now, so for whatever reason, the, the caller seemed a little confused, but she was happy to hear that the um, product is available in the uh, Toronto area at a couple of retail stores. Now, Charlie was telling me something, Michael, yeah. before the show. She said, wait till you hear this guy. He said, he, he's got so many darn stories he about does. people, famous folks, I guess, who have uh, taken uh, this product. So could you kind of fill us in on that, Michael? Well, there are lots of famous people who've uh, tried CRS with great results, but you don't have to be famous to get results. <laughs> no. That's one of the good news. So, you know, ordinary folks like, like well, like me. people like you, you don't yeah. have to be famous like you, Frank. So, <laughs> uh, but just regular folks do get results. And, but uh, it's really amazing. Uh, in the Toronto area, for example, some people may have heard of Damon Allen, uh, the retired quarterback from the Toronto Argonauts. Yeah. He's given us a, a wonderful endorsement. And you can see actually a video of him talking about Sierra. So, on YouTube, under uh, if you go to YouTube and look up Sierra Sill videos, but we've had Ken Venturi from the Golf World and uh, Dick Zokel from the PGA Tour. And, wow! And a lot of people are familiar with Mike Weir, oh. and uh, I know his caddy uh, uses it. Uh, Brendan Little and uh, his trainer says it's without a doubt the best product that he or any of his clients have ever tried. So we get lots of wonderful testimonials, and we get you know just terrific testimonials. Uh, Every week, and that's really the joy of our business. Yeah, so you don't have to be famous, and you don't have to be a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. Anybody who wants to be active and is finding themselves getting a little stiff, whether it's with age or, or just perhaps, I like I have a touch of arthritis in my hands. Right. Now, this would, I suppose, help, help that? It could. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, good. And, and that's what we got. Our, we just got our U.S. patent as a nutritional supplement for osteoarthritis, wow. which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. And it works... What it does, Sierracil does, it's, it's a natural mineral complex. So it's, it's just minerals. Uh, anybody who can eat vegetables can take Sierracil pretty much. And so uh, 
we recommend people take it with water on an empty stomach, and what they'll find are, are the anti-inflammatory properties. We'll, start, we'll actually start to work pretty much right away, but most people will start to feel the results in typically three to ten days. Some people takes longer, you know, even two, three, four weeks. Uh, and then, as Charlie mentioned, a few people may not get any results, but then we look after them with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's fabulous. Well, yeah. certainly my husband was having some stiffness in his hips. And, uh, you know, whether that's just an age thing. And you know what happens. If you start getting stiff hips. You start walking funny because you start compensating for the stiffness. And, and then, then Charlie's laughing at you when we right. go across the room. giving him a hard time. <laughs> and he can't reach for things because it hurts. So then he has yeah. to reach with the other hand. Yeah. And, you know, you start your yeah. shoulders get all unaligned and everything gets uncomfortable. So he said he would love to try it. So he tried. Within 10 days, he goes, it's made a total difference. He's, he can reach and do things that he wasn't doing easily 10 days ago. Isn't that great? Yeah, so that's, very, right. that's a, a good story. A lot of people have heard of, for example, glucosamine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And glucosamine works for some people over a period of time, but for a lot of people, they just don't feel they got the results they were looking for. And that's what's neat about Sierra Cell, too, is that people will get results, or most people will get results very quickly, certainly within their first purchase, and they can start to feel normal again. They can get their life back, as it were, mm-hmm. and they can bend down and get into the garden, or they can yeah. get easier. To, you know, what Damon Allen said is he didn't get sore after shoveling snow. Right. And, you know, here's a professional athlete who gets the same aches and pains as everyone else does after shoveling snow. Right. And with Sierra Cell, no, none of that anymore. So. Now, M- Michael, could you do me a favor and kind of go back and tell us how you discovered this? How, how did all this come into being? Mm. Well, it's a long story, but I'll try and make it short. Okay. Uh, it was discovered by a gold prospector in the Sierra Mountains, and he noticed animals coming to, uh, kind of like they would go to a salt lick, coming to the spot uh, on the mountain to, to eat the, the earth, the ground there. Mm-hmm. And so he made the connection on this, or, or an associate made the connection on this, and then they uh, brought it to the attention of actually my dad, who... Uh, is uh, a business person and uh, spe- has spent a bit of time in Toronto and uh, has many friends in Toronto. His name is Peter Bentley, so on his behalf I'll say uh, <laughs> hi to his friends in Toronto. <laughs> but uh, he, note- he, he recognized some of the names of people who had been trying the mineral with fantastic results. They included some uh, former NHL hockey players, and so he invested in it, but it didn't go very far in a hurry, so he asked me through my consulting business to take a look. and. Uh, what was missing were the clinical research uh, and really a proper business plan. So we brought that and we started to do the clinical research uh, uh, to it. So we've done all sorts of research, including an internationally registered, multi-centered, randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial. What it, what it all means is that if someone tries Sierra Cell, they can have confidence that it's got quality research behind it, it's safe, uh, and there's uh, really only an upside to trying it. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a fantastic story. That's, that's great. Good, eh? I love it. I love that that natural aspect of uh, you know <laughs> the animals led led them to it. <laughs> so that's and so and this has been it's fairly new product in Ontario, right, Michael? It's fairly common and popular in the West, but not yes, so we've beca- known we've actually here. We've become the top selling uh, uh, joint health product in Western Canadian health food retailers, and in fact, we were recognized as the fastest growing small natural products company in North America for 2008. And it's primarily word of mouth because what people, people at the stores are telling us is that they've never seen customer loyalty to a product like this before. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't matter what people have tried before, 
once they try Sierra Salt, it seems they get results. And just last Saturday, I was talking to a retailer, and she says, we haven't had a single return. Hmm. And they absolutely just love it. Yeah, so, so that's, you know, if that's people, a good story. If, if people want to know more about it, they right. can certainly give us a call at that 877-JOINT-14 number, mm-hmm. which is 877-564-6814. Right. And the joint 14 represents our promise to the customer to feel better within 14 days <laughs> or get cool. their money back. And, and if, uh, if you don't find it at a health food store close to you, or just give us a call for the address of a health food store close to you, uh, we also offer a complimentary mailing. And we've done something kind of fun this Christmas, is we actually have Christmas tags. So, for example, if you're living in Toronto but have an aunt, for example, in Sudbury, we'll pay the mailing costs and put a uh, personalized uh, Christmas tag uh, for you on that bottle and send it to your aunt in Sudbury. Good idea. Boy, That's the marketing... Look after some almost last-minute gifts. <laughs> the marketing here is tremendous. Good yeah, for you. Good for you is right. And, of course, the website as well, sierrasil.ca. Yes, and that's Sierra Like the Mountains, right. S-I-E-R-R-A, mm-hmm. and then S-I-L mm-hmm. dot C-A. And the toll-free number works six days a week. Am I right? Yes, we, we, we work business hours uh, Pacific time, so we're three hours behind you. But we have three wonderful people in the office this morning right now to uh-huh. look after your listeners if they have questions. They're not commissioned, so they're not going to uh, uh, push sales or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're just there to help our customers. Good stuff. Well, Michael, congratulations on the patent because that's very good news. And thanks so much. My husband, I know, does appreciate and feels better taking Sierra Sil, So I'm going to be the next customer. I was going to say, yeah. and Frank's you know, going to well, be on to the computer in a minute ordering some, I think. Well, that's our pleasure. And if someone visits our website, they can see all sorts of testimonials, and there's mm-hmm. full names are there and where they're from, yeah. except there's a couple where they're actually husbands talking about their wives and saying how much easier their wives are to live with <laughs> once they've been using the Sierra Sil. Well, so so it's, it's kind of one of those, if someone gets it for someone else, it's really yeah. kind of a selfish gift that makes the person easier to get along with. Once the that's that's so, my line. So those are brave guys, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, those were the ones that were anonymous. Everyone else all their okay. testimonials. But, uh, I, I realize you need to, to take a break, but uh, I just want to wish all your, your uh, listeners a very Merry Christmas and all the best for a wonderful, happy, and healthy New Year. Thank you Thank so you. much, and to you too, and your family. Very nice meeting you, Michael, and we'll talk again soon, I know. I'll look forward to that. Okay. You. Take care. Well, but that was wonderful, really. Uh, it's I love that story of how it came to be, the gold prospector. How about that? Now, how do you spell, to go to the website? Right, so Sierra Like the Mountains, S-I-E-R-R-A-S-I-L, so Sierra Sill. Dot .ca is the website or toll free 6 days a week 1877 joint 14 or 1877 564 6814 Gotcha. Okay. And you know, in a couple of moments, we're going to go back to the phones to talk to Art, who's been hanging on the line for well onto 10 plus minutes in North York. So we'll get to you, Art, uh, no kidding, right after these words here on the Charlie Dobbin Garden Show from AM 740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740. Getting to the root of a growing dilemma. This is the AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. And the old sous chef Frank Proctor yeah. here with the phone numbers for the show in Toronto, 416 416- 
360-0740, out of town, toll free, 1-866-740-4740, and hi to Art in North York. Thanks for being patient, Art. Good morning. Good morning, Art. guy makes a great sales person. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to be calling that number, I think. <laughs> My question is, I've got a, a northern spy apple tree. I've mm-hmm. had it for about nine years. Mm-hmm. No apples. Mm-hmm. The next door neighbor's got a Mac apple tree. His tree is loaded. My, I never have had an apple off of it. Do you get flowers? No, not a thing. Hmm. Huh. I mean, you never get fruit if you don't get flowers, because, of course, that's right. where, how it all starts. And then, of course, the flowers have to be pollinated. But your neighbor's got a mac that's obviously flowering and getting pollinated. Huh. Well, I've got pear trees and cherry trees getting no. lots of fruit. Oh, sorry. But on the apple tree, nothing. That's odd. Now, the, the, the reason northern spies are grown in our neck of the woods is because... If there's a late frost in the spring, like in one of those really cold nights in April, a flowering fruit tree, the, the flowers sometimes get knocked off in the frost, and then you don't get fruit. Right. But northern spy are very good because they flower so late, they rarely have problems in terms of late frost. Never get a flower, though. But never get a flower. You've got a dud. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Like what? Well, you've got two, in fact, and still nothing. Holy cow. You have two apple hmm. trees or two northern spies? But I've, I've heard uh, some of these, I've asked several people, and they say it takes quite a, quite a few years before they start bearing. Well, that's true, but uh, these are... Like nine years, though. That's quite a while. That's right. And well, are they standard trees, or are they dwarf or semi-dwarf? Well, I, they're standard trees, but oh, okay. I keep them well-trimmed. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I wonder if you're... Tr- when do you trim them? In the fall. Okay. So, you know what? Don't trim them in the fall. You should trim them in the spring. Like early spring, um, March, April, uh, March, really, on on a sunny day, not rainy day in March. That's the best time to be trimming them. At the same time or shortly thereafter, you would use a dormant spray on them, the oil lime sulfur spray. But by trimming in the spring, do you force more growth uh, that way? or? Yeah, you do, and you force the growth in the right directions. Because sometimes if you trim at the wrong time or trim in the wrong way, you can encourage a lot of bushiness, a lot of green growth as opposed to flowering uh, growth. If the, and if they're standard trees, which is a good point, they do have to be a certain maturity age. And it is right around, it seems to me, like between 7 and 10 years old. But I don't know that for sure. So I'm going to double-check that for you and let you know next week. But the actual age... Because so few people grow standard trees for two reasons. One is because of the size, and two, because they are do take a while mm-hmm. to get old enough to start flowering. Uh, the dwar- apple is, I think that's the best uh, winter apple yeah. going. Oh, yeah, it's a great you apple. You can't even buy them in the stores. No, not really. There are, I've seen a few stores, kind of specialty stores, that'll have them. But, yeah, Loblaws and people like that don't often have them. So, uh, so yeah. Good for you. Well, let me double check the maturity and flowering point on that, and do put in your calendar the idea to do all I your was trimming. I'm wondering if I in the put spring. the high, like when I fertilize them, uh-huh. like I've tried it, high middle number. Uh huh. That's still nothing. That, but that's what, you, and you should be fertilizing in the spring. In the spring. That's right, and that's the only time. And of course, it is a flowering plant fertilizer you want, which will typically have right. the higher. I, uh, what I do, you know, those plastic water bottles, mm-hmm. cut the tops off. Mm-hmm and dig a hole mm-hmm. and put them around the trip line about three or four mm-hmm. 
and then put the water in because it gets down to the root better. Yep, good idea. And then you mix up. Oh, you and do watering and fertilizing like that. You and mean. the fertilizing, yeah. Yep, yep. And if we get into drought conditions, like you know, weeks without rain, it's an excellent way to water trees. Well, it just uses the water as it, it's needed. Yeah, that's right. And it, you water deep as opposed to watering the lawn, you know, which is so often what we do. Right. Well, put if up you, sprinklers. just put the water on the surface, that's it right. takes so long to get to the root system. Yeah, and the grass takes it all before the trees really start to suffer. <laughs> right. The competition is fierce between <laughs> turf and trees sometimes. Right. Um, but yeah, let me check on the maturity for when to expect flowers on a northern spy and uh, and listen up for you know next week. I'll start to show off with that okay, uh, information. Thanks. Thanks, Thank you so much. much. Take care. All the best to uh, the folks in North York. And here is Rochelle in Toronto calling in. Hi, good morning, Rochelle. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Thank you for taking my call. And I bought a sweet bay tree um, on a very cold day at the garden center mm-hmm. and brought it home and it's in my brightest window and I'm trying not to water it too much. That's what the mm-hmm. man said. He has one too. Mm-hmm. And it's yellowing. All the leaves are yellowing and dropping off. Mm-hmm. Uh, fact, any- they're gapping. There are some places where on the branch there are green leaves and then more yellow leaves after that. Hmm. Um, any evidence of any insects or webs or bumps on the stem or anything like that? Right. I'm checking now. I don't see any webs. Okay. But the stem seems to be pretty good. Okay. It was a you know, good garden center. I yeah. Always All right. Because uh, off the top of my head... Um, a couple of things I would do. You're absolutely right. It needs lots and lots of sun, and it does not want to be overwatered by any means. Um, humidity. Do you mist it at all? No. I would. I'd get out a mister, and I would start misting it, or uh, get a, a tray with pebbles. Sit the plant on top of the pebbles in the tray, and then keep water below, so that there's always water evaporating around the plant. Well, it's in my kitchen. That was, I thought, maybe... But it's good. Kitchens are good because we're cooking rice and spaghetti and dish, you know, washing dishes and stuff. That's all, it's all good uh, in terms of adding moisture to the air. Um, according to my, my handy-dandy houseplant expert book that I have in front of me, mm-hmm. it says that the, it's a laurel, right? Or loris, the sweet bay. Yes, um, it's, no, it's not often referred to as a houseplant in books, but it was first grown inside Roman villas more than 2,000 years ago. It will thrive under ordinary room conditions if it is kept in a sunny spot, given plenty of fresh air, it doesn't mind drafts, and watered with care. Overwatering in winter is the usual cause of failure. Keep the shrub trimmed to three to four feet and place outdoors in summer. Okay, Dad. Do you have any idea when I should be trimming it? In the spring, if you're going to... I wouldn't do... I mean, you may have to do some trimming because you're having this droppage of leaves. Uh, How big is the pot that it's in? Right now, it looks like it's in... um a tree-sized pot. I would say so it's 10 big. inches. Is there anything mm. that size? So, no, that's possible. Because uh, I was going to say, it's hard to know when to water when it's a big pot. You feel the surface of the soil, it feels dry. But yeah. down three inches, it could be a lot of moisture still there. Yeah. <coughs> what I would recommend is something called a moisture meter. 
It's a little probe that you stick down, you know, six, eight inches down into the soil, and the little meter on top tells you how much moisture is in the soil down there. Yeah. So it would be wet on the one extreme and super dry on the other extreme and everything in between on the meter. Yes, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you, th- you could be giving it more water than it actually needs. Okay, it's got all, it's full of all little berries, too, so no. it's healthy. That's good. Or it was. Well, it was, exactly. So you don't want to kill it. You want to keep it alive. You want to be able to probably do some cooking with it. So uh, I would, like I say, get a hold of a moisture meter. That's going to help you be more confident when to water, and that will make a big difference. And don't forget to mist uh, when you can. Right. All right, and think about fertilizing and pruning and all that in the spring, not now. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Rochelle. Thanks for your call. Thanks for your call. It. That's a good one. The Charlie Dobbin Garden Show on the air from AM 740. We'll return in just a moment to say hi to Tony Elton Scarborough. Back in just a moment now. Transplanting good ideas from one gardener to another. This is the AM 740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. And Frank Proctor alongside, as well yes. as Grace, who answers the phone and generally produces the show with nary a little mess. Not at yeah, all, no. and you are... Very neat and tidy. <laughs> the best <laughs> sous chef going. Well, thank you. Well, hello, Tony out there in Scarborough. What's going on? Hi, how you doing? Good, Good. morning. You guys have got a great show. I've always wanted to call in, but I was a little you know, shy. Oh, okay. good. Well, um, I'm glad you're calling then. My, my problem is I have about seven pepper plants. Mm-hmm. I love peppers, and I like to raise peppers. Mm-hmm. But during this time of the year, I find I have little aphids, are they called? Yeah. They're, um, they're, are they little, almost see-through insects? They're almost clear? Or what color are they? Yes. They, they are. They come out in little things like little, uh, like dandruffers start, and then they come into these little bugs that crawl around. And typically you'll find them on the tips, on the growing tips of the plant? Yes. Yeah, it sounds like aphids. Those little dandruffy looking things are actually eggs, can be eggs or can be frass. Frass is the scientific name for insect poop. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Little devils wearing diapers, really. No, it's, no, it's an weren't. outrage. <laughs> so, so your question is, what what can you do about this? Yes, I have been uh, using soapy water, and and I will spray the whole plant, the mm. the soil, uh-huh. and try to wash every leaf that I possibly can, and? Uh, which is at times impossible. Right, and I let that soak for an hour or two hours. Then I would wash the whole thing off with warm water. Mm-hmm. And um, so that... far, it's working, right? But it's something that I have to do every, almost every week, mm. and I don't think I'm doing the plant any good by doing that so often. Well, and were these plants outside, or have they been inside the whole time? Uh, they were outside during the summer. Mm. Just wondering, yeah. So, so the aphids. That's sometimes you wonder where they come from. The soapy solution should work. And continue to work because when you use, and it's soap, not detergent, but an actual soap mixed with water in a 40 to 1 ratio, if you spray that onto the plant, uh, very being very careful to spray every surface of the plant, you know, under the leaves, on top of the leaves, every angle till it's just dripping. And like you said, leave that soap on for 5-10 minutes and then give it a good thorough rinse. That will work because it uh, coats their little bodies with soap and they can't breathe. They breathe through their bodies. They don't open their mouths or have noses or anything like that. Insects breathe through holes in their bodies. And when there's soap all over their bodies, they asphyxiate. They can't breathe. They die. So it's a very effective way to control insects, particularly soft-bodied insects like aphids. And it's, um, it obviously is not at all harmful when you're spraying it. 
you just got to be careful. You don't want to get soap on the curtains and that sort of thing. Which I have done. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife must love you. And um, I also find that peppers, particularly the new growth on peppers, can be very sensitive to the soap. So you need to keep, keep the peppers out of the sun when the soap is on. And you got to be very careful you don't use too strong a solution. Peppers just turn black before your eyes. The, the leaves will just curl up and turn black if the solution is too strong of soap. So, well, actually, on three of the pepper trees, I, I have peppers on them. Excellent. And there is one that has flowers on it, mm-hmm. like the yeah. peppers will be coming out. So right. I, mm. You want to be careful spraying the flowers because you could knock the flowers off. Oh. Right, yeah. so that's the trick. So... Um, you know, perhaps the flowering one could be isolated from the others and you could spray. There's nothing wrong with spraying the soapy solution onto the, the plants that have peppers growing on them now. Um, but done properly, you should be able to annihilate, obviously, any living uh, aphids or insects on the plant. Eggs will still hatch, and that's your problem. You will, at some point, have eliminated all of the insects, though. The, that's what you're trying to do. You keep spraying every 7 to 10 days, and at some point, they will stop emerging because there will be no more to emerge. Uh, it's just that those eggs keep hatching in between, I think, is what's happening and why you have to keep spraying. Yeah, so, when I wash the plant off and the water goes into the soil, mm-hmm. is that not taking the eggs down with the water as it drains? It could. Yeah, it could. And then they just and given the right conditions, those eggs can still hatch. That's the thing. So that's why nice warm house, sunny location, you know, your tender loving care and the eggs will hatch. The soap doesn't stop because they don't breathe as eggs. So the soap, it just washes them, gives them a nice little bath. Uh, so those eggs can still hatch right out of the soil. So that's your trick. But but like I say, don't give up. Just keep spraying, keep giving them the, the care you're giving. And at some point you'll stop seeing the insects. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Tony. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Okay, Patrick in Cambridge. Hi, good morning. Hey, good morning. Morning. I have have two peony trees in my backyard. I plant it about 15 feet apart. One is white, one is uh, dark red. Mm -hmm. But the dark red one turn into one of the tree and they come out with a turbulent. So I have three kind of flowers in my backyard now, and the white one turned into pink, and then the dark red one came in two colors, wow. and two different species. So why why the tree become a, a tubular? Okay, so keep, they're called tree peonies are not the traditional peonies that so many of us have in our gardens that grow up in the spring and then die down in the fall and disappear over the winter. Tree peonies are actually little miniature trees, but they have been grafted onto the root of another plant. So whenever you've got two different things going on there, it's because you've got root stock growing and the grafted portion is growing. Oh, I see. So they, they sit job and now they have a new plan coming out. That's right. And the what you don't want is for that rootstock to take over, which is what it will do, and you right. will lose your chosen bit, which is your tree peony. So next spring, this is the one that was supposed to be red, right? Right. So next spring, it's going to be very obvious what is the red portion, and it is the tree peony that you expect it to be. Right. Whether you use little bits of string just to tie onto those branches so you'll know what's what. And you are going to prune out and remove the rest of what's growing there that oh, is so not. Oh, dig down to the, the soil, remove that park. Well, you, yeah, exactly. You probably will be trimming right down almost at soil level or just below to remove the part that is not the chosen tree peony bit. Because right. you, you do this not winter, want. Before it came, mm-hmm. I, tr- I put a particular trim one, one tree, mm-hmm. 
cut off all this stuff and then leave the other one not even touching and see what happened next year. So you've done that already? Yeah, I already done oh, okay. that. Okay. All right. Well, let us know. Yeah, exactly. Let me know next spring what happens, what okay. comes out. Because <laughs> it's, it's all Goodbye. the puzzle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Uh, and, you know, uh, we're almost out of time. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, time I know. It doesn't take. By. But it's true. One thing I've taken away from the show this morning, really, is it's going to be so good for me in my vocabulary. Uh, when I'm tempted to swear, as I am sometimes in traffic. No, yes, not I you. Actually, like four I actually do words? say darn it and everything, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm from here on Gosh. going to say... Oh, frass, which means <laughs> insect poop, you know. So there, thank you very much. My father-in-law, 95-year-old father yes. in, in uh, Kitchener, says sow. He never swears, but sow. Sow, sow yeah. works So my, mine is oh, frass. Oh, frass. So there you go. Ah, well, <laughs> insect poop lovers everywhere. Thank you. Not many. There's not no, many, no. trust me. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you very much yeah. for tuning our way here to the Charlie Dobbin Garden and Show. And don't forget, you can catch us on iTunes. Yes. Super easy and super cool. Thank you, Frank, for all your wonderful backup. Thank you, Grace, for all your wonderful support. And thanks to all our callers. And thanks, Michael, too, for the for his great interview. It was good to hear from him. That was terrific. Yeah, Yeah, I enjoyed that. And you're you're up uh, with uh, some exciting events in your next few hours. Lots of folks to talk to. Great music. And just after the noon news, I'll be doing the Day the Welland Canal Monster Met Santa. I'll be tuning in. Thank you. See you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of the Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.